0: Chicago Slim coming with the wind. This is Super Puppy, Super Puppy
1: Podcast, Super Puppy
0: Podcast. The best podcast, Super Puppy Podcast, the best. This is Super Podcast, Puppy Podcast, the best podcast. Better than the rest, Super Puppy Podcast. Bless your shine, your ass, Super Puppy Podcast. Don't sleep, y'all. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the latest installment of Super Puppy Podcast. I'm your host, Tony Miner, a.k.a. Chicago Slim. And the name of this episode is Welcome to Magnificence. And my guest today, we're going to switch it up a little bit, take you away from the comedy, move you into some acting. David the old Oliver is here today. Yes. Girls. Yes. Yeah, Girls. <laughs> good. Good. Sexual chocolate. <laughs> Sexual chocolate and Hercules. All in one. Okay. Okay, so David is an actor. He's been on TV, he's been radio, he also does martial arts. We're going to play a fun game with him later to just test his knowledge of Kung Fu okay. and blackness. Okay. Uh, we're gonna so let me introduce you to the people. All right. You've worked on your own reality show, working on reality show. Tell us
1: about that. Yeah, I was directing that helped not a friend of modeling agency. Uh-huh. And I was also like an acting coach for her team. Oh okay, I'll be in. Right. Yeah, I mean trust me, it was a thing that they just need to do it and now one of the young ladies is on uh doing oh. a reality show named something.
0: okay, hey girl.
1: You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs>
0: And then you're also
1: working with them to do a music video, you were saying? Yeah, I shoot a music video for one of my um, mentees who wants to be a filmmaker and director. Mm -hmm. So we're doing that on April 19th, and I'm basically showing her how to convert it from a music video and a short film simultaneously. And this is how to put together a whole project without a big budget, which is the common misnomer that everybody has. Yeah, you know, you
0: want to make it look like Mm -hmm. it costs a lot, but it doesn't necessarily have to cost a lot.
1: No, it's all about skill and technique and experience. And that's why I'm trying to tell her, you go to the classroom, this is like DJing or anything else with entertainment, you learn the basics, but it's your style, it's your vision that you must know first, then you execute, because without that... Somebody can take your concept and you be mad, but they don't know how to execute it as well as you. Boom.
0: Did you hear that, John? Okay, yeah, he just know how yeah. to say it. You <laughs> said it right right that way. They'll try. Somebody can take
1: your concept. They can try. But not execute it as well as
0: you. Ooh, they, can't, they never can do it the way you do it. You hear that, America? <laughs>
1: exactly.
0: <laughs> Message. Okay, so we also want to talk about the David O Show
1: which is an actual fictional show. It was actual a show that I designed as a tutorial to teach people when I was doing my thing on Public Access, I had two shows about uh, comedy, and one was about hosting and being an entertainment host. Uh-huh. And it was just the point that I got tired of these so-called experienced actors, or me who knew all this stuff, mm-hmm. but then they couldn't host and couldn't do nothing with the red light come on. Because um. when that camera goes high, everybody got to know it. Every millisecond is boom, 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 boom. Yeah. You can't correct right? it, I'm like, huh. <laughs> So, post. I had um, uh, the guy, the question mark guy, uh-huh. who teaches how to get the government grants, had oh, yeah. ladies from a black sister book club, and I just did the show, and I had the one young lady come out and dance, and everybody went eight, and I said, okay. So I haven't found the venue to all to take it, because mm-hmm. I really wanted to where it's about educating the people of what's in their own backyard. Oh, okay. Like, literally, all the resources we have here in the DMV, a lot of people don't know.
0: Yeah, this is true.
1: Right, and since I have it all, I'm trying to give it away for free. Yeah,
0: like the question mark guy,
1: huh? You can use this thing. Yeah, I actually used this thing to get a grant to do my own Kong Right, you know. You know what I'm saying? And it was a Chinese folklore that I wrote and I actually took it to a Buddhist temple in Rockville, Maryland. And when they saw the concept, saw who it was, they were like, well, who wrote it? I said me. They were surprised yeah. and then they was like, Who's playing the lead? I said me. <laughs> so for those that can't get it, I'm six six three forty. <laughs> and <laughs> right. I do splits and kicks to the ceiling like, you know, loose feet. So And yeah, the chairs,
0: holding on the yes. chairs. Hold on. <laughs> that's why
1: you're gonna get the new stuff in my kid.
0: <laughs> right.
1: Holding
0: no, no. all we'll that together.
1: If I fart, it's done. <laughs> Please don't fart. No, no, no. Smell me bad. <laughs> no thanks. I
0: think I think we're good. Okay, okay. You. I also. I was really excited to see this um, because I recently started watching Gotham. Uh, ah,
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Love that show. Love, love, love it. If you haven't watched it. First three
1: seasons are on Netflix. Yeah, and,
0: and the fun
1: season fun. that David is on is on Netflix. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, Netflix. <laughs> Extra money coming in every oh, month. Oh, you get
0: paid?
1: Yes. Oh, yes. You're welcome. One here. check could be like forty, and the next thing could be four hundred dollars. Oh, yeah. yes,
0: Netflix.
1: Netflix is my thing. Sorry, mommy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Sorry,
1: Monique. <laughs> you, you is not beating my chest. Right. No, you not get paid off of that list. This is like government cheese. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, so,
1: yes. Gotham, we're happy to hear that. Mm. Die Hard 4, Bruce Willis. Yeah, that was my first thing being an extra. No, my second thing was being an extra for that in Baltimore when they came. But I just really didn't learn. Like, mm-hmm. not just being an actor, but how to do the production aspects, location scouting, costuming. And plus, I hate it, but networking was a key thing that I was doing back then. And it made, it sense, made good sense. and the, Funny story that I met Bruce and Justin Long was because there was an older lady who was overacting, even though she was an extra. For the most. Right? 200 pound guy running the camera, two guys swanking him, and Bruce Wilson and them running out to the police station. They're charging towards her. Everybody else cleared the area, and she has her back turned talking to an imaginary person. (laughs) They see him snatch her about the way because they were about to run her. So imagine 600 pounds about to crush her coming down the hill. Wow that's why I tell everybody that was an experience for me just to see from live on set how things are done on all sides of the camera.
0: Wow, lightsaber. We can add that to the you resume.
1: Can. Yeah, I'm just going to worry about it. <laughs> yeah. I'll just do what's needed. Triple X2 State of the Union, and this is not with Vin Diesel. No, that was the one with Ice Cube, and that was my first uh, legit video on the set. Yeah, and it was a scene where we were all at the Capitol at the staircase, and they chose people to play the uh, diplomats oh. that were being held constantly. <laughs> yeah, William Defoe was right there, so being this close to William Defoe and just like, studying, you know, yeah. so I tell people, these are masterclasses I'm having. I'm not just all geeking because I'm going to be on camera. No, you know your role.
0: Willem Defoe is
1: good. Yeah. And trust me, he's his like dramatic that. techniques, oh, it's butter. He don't say nothing, he just does it. Mm-hmm. Even in rehearsal, he just comes out ready. Yeah. And I noticed that with a lot of dramatic actors. Some come out ready, some have to prep, but he's already there. Like on. Yeah, by the time he comes out the door, he knows what he's doing. He delivered his lines perfectly. The guy playing the president? Huh? Flump.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Flumped. Flumped. Yeah. Um Shout out to the DeFoe. Let's give him some yes. props. That nice. one movie where he played the uh, vampire. Oh,
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't yes. remember that.
0: That one you did. you see Sean? That was oh, great.
1: Yeah. No, like,
0: like Dracula or something? Yeah. Oh, it was yeah. like Dracula, but
1: the old Dracula. Yeah, the old version. Yeah. No, my best movie with him is, I've enough, and he brings it to the Spider-Man series. Um, yes. Okay, you think about when he plays the father, you feel the dramatic side of that story that's normally missed in the comic books because of the animation and this, that, and the other. But he brought that certain charm to that character to make you love him. Yeah, And his son's, you know, trying to get his love. It was right there. It was a perfect balance. And nobody who's played the father has done that since.
0: He can play a good guy, he can play a bad guy, yes. and you never hate him. No. You know, that's 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 a great actor right there. Oh yeah, definitely. You've been in
1: loads of commercials. Yeah. AutoZone. Yeah, I started, now. that was a surprise to me. And <laughs> I got to and to the starring role in that. What's record? the starring
0: role in the AutoZone
1: commercial? Well, I'm the lead person, so as soon as no, you- No, I mean, live- are you like, the person driving going oh, shopping. Oh no, I'm the guy that's holding a large twenty-pound alternator in my hand. Oh. And then I go shopping and then um you see the other people. Working, oh, okay. With me. So we all it's like five of us per video, per commercial. Oh okay. So it was like 10 actors and we all rotated. So I was the first lead of mine and my friend Mike was the leading his. Oh okay. So we had the two everyday guy thing working for us and it just so happened the director was black and he was like what impressed me was not how he tried to show his blackness and his alphaness over these other people, was this how he was like, let me get people to showcase the everyday man. Mm -hmm. And when he did that, it made sense to him. He said, didn't you have a 1964 Phonac Le Mans, Candy Apple Red, (laughs) Silver Flakes, and a White Top? I said, yeah, brother. (laughs) That's what got me to roll. Oh, because of that car, you know what I'm saying? Because when I talk about it, you see me light up. Yeah, like, you know hell who's? yeah, I had that car. And it was the thing, so that got it, and it was just great to see me in front, and then it played, I didn't know it came out, it's playing doing wrestling and all this other stuff, and then everybody just went crazy across the whole country, so it was like a boom when that happened. Boom, do you, do you get
0: discounted
1: all of them? To a degree, at one point in time we did. Nice. Yeah, so some of the things got perks if they know who you are,
0: Yeah. you know what so I'm saying, so benefit.
1: long ago Long Island, they know me <laughs> they were in, starring in the commercial Oh, okay,
0: okay, so it's actual like employees in,
1: okay. Yeah, because they, they, they didn't want the actors to play those, they tried it, it didn't work. So they said, let's get real zone employees and put them with the actors. And <laughs> funny thing about it, me and my guy, the reason why we have a conversation, because we were talking about midgets and elephants having sex. Uh, what? <laughs> it was a kid and a loose, and we just started talking about midgets and elephants having sex. With each other. That or just beast. It, <laughs> <laughs> it was just crazy. And, OK. We had conversation, so it worked. It looked natural. It was a natural conversation. <laughs> <laughs> they were like, can y'all start talking about car parts? I
0: mean, it's right. It, it was. was flowing. <laughs> what I do? We didn't have a conversation. <laughs> a, it was just
1: a funny thing. That is funny. Okay, Pull Pula commercials. Yeah, now that one was funny because, again, I was the only person who did not get no no shoes. <laughs> they, they didn't have size 14W. Oh, well. You know what I'm saying? And I'm playing the bounce. It's your Right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Everybody else, like, oh, what are you wearing? 970. <laughs> right? He's like, I'm 26. like 26. So I got a picture of me online doing this. <laughs> a pair of poopies. Tiny ass shoes. Right. Like... I'm like, hey. <laughs> you know, but I did get a vest, some jeans, and a shirt out of it because I played the bouncer. Uh, we were talking oh. about all the kids who are sports, who are basically athletes, but they're not, they play non traditional sports. And they're trying to get into a nightclub, and I kind of stopped the three guys that are trying to get in. Oh,
0: okay. So, we better watch out. Bouncer, we can add
1: that. Right. right. Toyota. Oh that was funny, I played a big guy with a little wife about me of your size (laughs) trying to get into this little Little, ass car.
0: Well,
1: this is Shaq, (laughs) (laughs)
0: this
1: is Jada Pinky, you do the math. (laughs) I'll
0: take it, thank you, didn't in them.
1: i can just hold it up, baby. Okay, Okay. alright, let's bring it back. So what happened (laughs) was? Branded. Right but that same thing that on set. They caught me talking smack to the girl that's my wife, and that actually ended up in the commercial. <laughs> I said to the side guy, did you get all that? He said, yeah. So the guy is getting out the car trying to convince me to buy a bigger car. And that was a whole bit behind that. So it was just funny because I could actually literally pick up the car that I was in, <laughs> which was hilarious. So it was funny.
0: Great, okay. Also a kung fu master.
1: Yeah, I do Jeet Kune do and Mantis Fist. Say so that's what? Jeet Kune do, which is Bruce Lee's technique, which is an extension of Wing Chun, which is a technique designed by women. Oh. So it increases flexibility and accuracy without utilizing a lot of power. Basically controlling your chi.
0: Oh, okay. So do
1: you ever use Kung Fu in real life? Yes. Give me that's for a thing. long time I used to do rough and the fighting before MMA came out. Oh, okay. Like that's
0: when you just fight?
1: Yeah, we fight different types of fighters. Like you had boxers in there, you had uh, karate people, you had judo people, you had people who were just like grapplers, so it was a whole gamut of people. Wow,
0: do you ever use some of the Kung Fu practices like when you act?
1: Yeah, actually I've done stuff mostly for independent stuff and then I did it on MTV for their show called Eye Candy with Victoria Justice where, again, I'm playing the bouncer, but they converted me into, they converted two characters into one. Because I was only supposed to play one guy that stops the guy at the door who owns the club. Mm-hmm. But then they added me when they found out that I can do the split. When they saw sort the of picture of me dresses showing up, and then the picture of me doing the split, that said, wait a minute, they were like, that's you? I said, yeah. So because I kept the side. Doing a split,
0: he did say that.
1: Yeah. yeah, I'll make sure she gets the clip so y'all see that. <laughs> no, nah. what? Okay. Like are your
0: arms up like this?
1: Or nah. oh okay. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So it was like funny to them, so they just like fascinated. So they converted to two characters, and then me and the guy who is an actual former MMA fighter did a scene together, and everybody went crazy. Okay. You know, so I've used it on different sets, and I'm trying to do more now, so yeah. Also, improv. Yeah, when I do improv, it's more about the technique of getting from A to B, but the journey that's in between. Mm-hmm. And most improv actors, they tend to find it funny if they're doing comedy, they tend to dwell on the comedy trying to make a joke. Yeah. Versus just being the joke itself. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because improv is basically what you would do naturally in the situation. Right. You know, like I give you an example. You're now the drug dealer. Oh. Right? Okay. I'm a 15-year-old prostitute on the street. Right?
0: How do we make that funny? Now what would you say to me to get me into the drugs? Uh bend over. <laughs> I don't know you. You ain't got
1: no mind. You see these guns, bitch. Shh. <laughs> right, you escape me because I got Rico and them, they got all blades so whatever. Bye. Get see that bitch.
0: Saying? See, I would have people working with me. I'd be like, get that bitch and bring her back
1: here. Right, see what I'm saying? So it's basically <laughs> your reaction to it. And what we technically kinda did Thank was. Thank you. Right? <laughs> Instead of funny haha, we did funny aha. Right, like ah uh-huh. no, reaction. Uh-huh. No, because the reaction is natural for you. You didn't know what to do as a pimp.
0: Like, <laughs> a oh, I know what to do as a pimp. Oh, there Can you go. You <laughs> go. You
1: see what I'm saying? <laughs> so that's how improv works. So okay. And that's why a lot of people miss the technique itself when they do it. They're so busy focusing on the dramatic mm-hmm. or the comedy aspect, set up. What would you do in real life? That's the whole point. you take taking the audience from A to B without no script. I will
0: be honest though, you threw me off when you said 13 because I was like, "Uh uh-oh. Right,
1: and that was my point. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Pedophilia? Exactly. A real subject And how do you make it funny?
0: Right, that's scary. Okay, so, speaking of acting, thanks for that little
1: exercise loosened us up. Sean, feel loose.
0: (laughs) How long have you been acting?
1: Well, actually, uh, David Oliver has only been alive for 10 years.
0: okay, so that means
1: this new persona. Yeah. Well oh. actual person. No, I don't do characters. I do persons. Uh-huh. Everything I do is like Donovan Sinclair, uh, Lee, G, Lee 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 Mubai. All of them that I do are just characters. Oh, I mean, nice. they're not just characters; they're actually people. Lee so Mubai from. Not Lee Mubai. Oh. Uh, Lee Chee was my character. Oh, okay. But I based it off Lee Mubai from that one film. You know what I'm saying? Crouching Tiger. Right. And I gave a little bit more fled to my actual kung fu master at the time. Oh. Okay. So I'm actually doing his. And he's a black man.
0: So, you actually have a kung fu master?
1: Yes. Todd Russell. Shifu Todd Russell. What's up, man?
0: Shifu. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That was, a, that was in a movie. In a Disney movie. What movie was that? Panda. Yeah.
1: Panda. Yeah. Actually, that's the funny thing about it. You didn't know, but I actually went out to play Poe for Comic-Con Panda. Oh, really? The live action thing that they were going to do through Disney. Yeah. Oh,
0: thanks. I didn't that's know.
1: Definitely. I thought they was going to me play Ty Long or one of the big rhinos, but they wanted me to play Poe. <laughs> and it was a five-hour audition, and I'm telling you, next thing I know, I'm all the way over to Belgium.
0: <laughs> right. OK, that's great. Yeah. If someone was going to make a movie of your life, who will play you? It had to be a relative unknown because the thing about
1: it, they have to play a guy who's an extremely introverted, yet has uh, creative uh, juices that he's desperate to give to the people.
0: Oh, okay. So you do battle with
1: that. Yeah, because even right now as we're doing this, it's an issue of giving you what David the old Oliver would versus David Lipscomb. Okay. The guy who would be happy to sit up in his house with his flip flops watching the anime <laughs> and come for.
0: Well, you're right. Oh, because yeah,
1: but I was just in
0: my flip flops. Right. Okay.
1: But I'm not naked, so Oh, okay. <laughs> well,
0: yeah. Thank God. <laughs> right. Okay. Next episode. <laughs> did you kill one of my guests?
1: I'm sorry. Okay.
0: Um, okay. Who do you look up to? Like actors, performers, Well, because I mean, I'm Gemini.
1: Uh, it's twofold. Okay. When I first started out, I was doing uh Bruce Lee and Shaq's body, because Bruce Lee as far as the action and the essence of cool and the mystery, being mysterious at the same time, that was him. Mm-hmm. And then for the reality check of who I was, uh Michael Clark Duncan. Okay. And the Rest streamer, in peace. Yeah, yeah, I was hurt when he died because he was one of the main people I wanted to work with because a lot of people didn't know he was also a director. Okay. You know, but people the way that was great about Michael was it wasn't about just his size physically, but the size of him internally that he could project into the screen. And when you watch the movie Green Mile Oh, that's excellent Right? I haven't watched the entire thing to the for this whole Never watched it all in one setting. I was watching Bits and Pizzas. And everybody said, Why do you do that? I said because it's I'm focused on him mm-hmm. and how he's interacting with Tom Hanks. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And the main thing is how he's interacting with the two little white girls that died. Right. Okay? And some people saw him as a buffoon or something like that. I said, no. This is a socially inept person. We have a lot of people like that around us. But he has a Ooh, magical power within. But because of his size, they can't embrace him. If he was two feet shorter and about 150 pounds lighter, it would have made sense mm-hmm. for a person of that stature to have that power and be, you know, not sought as as a killer. Mm-hmm. So knowing that being six six three fifty at the time was three fifty, it just made sense. Yeah. To graduate towards him.
0: Okay, excellent. Are there any bad days on set? Oh, not. Nice. What makes food. it bad? It seemed like it's just all heaven. Y'all got all this catered, delicious food. No. Actors everywhere. No. Oh. What's it
1: like? <laughs> Keep the night? Give us a like
0: typical day
1: on set. If you go, like, okay, so handy work, of course, everybody knows. You don't get a uh, cold pizza, warm Coke. Oops. And, <laughs> uh, uh, you got that. Right. And if you're lucky, you'll get that halfway through the shoot. <laughs> uh, well, I had it ready first. Done. No. Right. She had it ready. <laughs> and uh, the magic of that is you're still working for people to figure it out. Mm-hmm. When it's legit work, yes, you have catering people. They'll sit there with one table, and sometimes they know with junk that's going to make you worse. Right? Like being tired. Yeah. Yeah. That junk food don't work. And then you got technical issues all day. That's why I try to tell people, when y'all watching this stuff, and I tell people, come work with me, they're like, but they finally, I said, you are not on the set of Gotham. You do not have (laughs) $100,000 to do this every day. They said every day. Yes. That camera guy, that grip, this personal hit, that tied it up with just those three people Mm -hmm. at 45,000. <clears throat> okay. Because people got levels to this, and you have to understand that.
0: Oh, let me let me thank Sean for his work. because yeah. I am not paying you forty five thousand dollars. Right. You know what I'm saying? Appreciate is, you. What comes with that though, he would have the
1: whole camera, his own assistance, and all this other stuff. You wouldn't need to do anything else. <laughs> that's what you're paying for. He's not only going to be prepared for every situation, but he's also creative enough to know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. To make it so that's what makes it easier. That's why I say with legit stuff versus indie, it never really changes. Technical aspects, actors can't remember their lines. You know But is happens. there someone there like the bird <laughs> like reading it? Even still, it doesn't matter. If, you're not have, if your mind can't grasp it, it's gonna be a problem. Oh. I know one day I could not say a couple of lines in this commercial I was shooting and I was pissed off at myself. Oh, okay. But I just could not get it. Yeah. You know, and it took me a while. It wasn't one word, I think it was like three words out of a five sentence thing that I had to say. And I was just like, i mean, in mom right? Yeah, I was in full character. And that's when I realized it was the word. Mm.
0: Interesting, this is big. See yourself grow as an actor, or is it now like transitioning into directing and producing? Like, where do you? Where Once do you see the future, David?
1: Up? the Gemini factor. Um, for David Lipscomb, I've already exceeded my expectations. Okay. Because I had limited mm-hmm. views, and okay. that was because of what I was surrounded by for 17 years. And realizing that the power of my presence changed that, and in doing so. I've already reached my goal. I hit the national stage numerous times. Okay. I've been alongside people like Robert De Niro, Michelle Pfeiffer. Uh, I got on HBO. I've been on major networks. And then I've also done my own favorite commercials and films. Mm-hmm. But what kicked it off was me being right down the road down here at DCTV. Mm-hmm. Uh, Shout how to out go.
0: to DCTV! <laughs> keep
1: in mind, folks. You learn the basis wherever you go. The goal is to take your style and your vision, learn yourself, and expand on that not just the technical aspects then you do what they want. That's the problem. So I've grown beyond that in both aspects.
0: Oh well, so i delicious.
1: Thank you. I don't really have it. I just want to work. You just want to keep going and creating yeah, Because things. I don't I don't really understand that type of goal in this thing because again it's ever changing. Yeah. It's always evolving. Like this is here like with a podcast. Next year, it could be us doing something through a telephone. You know, yeah, right. Technology uh-huh. causes things to changes, and the audience and the consumer makes you want to change. So, my thing is just keep working. Keep working. I'm with that. Welcome to Magnificence,
0: everybody. Yes. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah that was a slogan from a company. Uh-huh. So, i like, welcome to Magnificence. <laughs> it's
0: welcome to the, or the just yeah.
1: regular? I always put the or the in front of everything okay. to make it sound like,
0: it is The whole <laughs> <magnificence>. so <laughs> 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 well. Then I'm gonna say welcome to
1: magnificent. Yeah,
0: that's fine. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, oh, this
1: is my show. Damn right. She no, I'm to <laughs> baby. Smoke 'em.
0: So what <laughs> is <God>. your
1: <laughs> what is your dream role? Um, believe it or not, to do a remake of the movie Five Deadly Butts. Okay. And I played number Remind four. us what it is. Or oh, Five Daily Villains was a film from the late '70s where it revolutionized the way you shoot action sequences and fight scenes in films. Oh, okay. And the Shaw Brothers you know like the whole thing. because they made it where the moves were shorter, tighter, and the camera angles were more compact. So that when you saw the motion of the person's movement, it was right on the money. Oh. So we didn't have to say, Cause like Sean's right there, right? So if you're looking at Sean right now, oh my god, just that quick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> now to them, I just came across your whole nose.
0: Right?
1: Is right? <laughs> that what that like To you, you yeah. felt the wind come across there, right? But to us, if you see the camera, turn this way. I was this far away from her face, so, so I was never. Yeah, I was never. <laughs> but that's what they did. They revolutionized the way to do it so that now in these days in action, you can tell them between. Um, chinese korean japanese and american style fight choreography oh, okay because in china they have what's called red trouser truth and these guys actually ball and take hits oh they go for now in america they do the eight inch rule
0: oh okay that, it's wasn't all about no eight, that wasn't eight
1: that was eight inches
0: though that was 1.5 <laughs> <laughs> No, i felt the wind
1: <laughs> <laughs> but that's how i met perron's i did 10 punches to the producers on a roof and bus and they saw me do a roundhouse kick and a split on the outside of the bus. <laughs> and when Paris and Nicole got on the bus, we're they like, Ooh, said. Turn was that to go. To go. Yeah. Yep. And
0: okay. they were like, yes. <laughs> 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 okay.
1: before. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Are there any bad roles? Yes. Um, not the typical roles to say as a black man this is Coon and that that's that's too easy. I'm yeah. saying roles that don't allow you to define your growth. In what way? Well, and and again, it goes back to you asking the levels of where you want to go. Once you know your style and you know your brand, you must be strategic about it. Like everything I do, even with doing this particular project, I make sure it works within the brand of what I want to do so that the next person sees me say, okay, now we're going to put him on this show. Uh, Okay. Because it's worth talking to this guy. So next thing I know I'm on Hot 99.5, next thing I know I'm on Fox Morning News. Then I'm on such and such. It grows. Ah. And so you keep taking roles that keep going sideways or you keep playing the same thing over and over again and the surrounding uh, elements around it don't elevate you. You can do the same thing. Like you see, great example, Limited part six with Bill Cosby, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. sucked. <laughs> Why? Because the director chose him to do exactly what he did on the Cosby show. <laughs> and he paid $10 at the time. They go see Bill Cosby do the same thing they can see him free on every Thursday night. <laughs> you know? And Pat LaBelle even said when she was doing her show, she had to make the director step she up. Show? She had to She had out all night on uh, BET. Who was that? Her and Morris Chestnut and uh, Tisha Campbell's. Oh on. yeah, yeah. I might used to watch that. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. See, I, I keep talking about all that because those were bad roles, they said, until she stepped in and made him step up. But well, you know Patty, honey. Oh yeah, yeah. But Bill didn't. But again, somebody that magnitude, what do you do with him? You force him to do something different. Mm-hmm. That's why you saw Marlon Wayne and G.I. He Joe. He don't need to
0: do nothing else different, Bill.
1: Right, but then you saw Marlon Wayne and G.I. Joe trying to be more of a serious action guy. Mm-hmm.
0: Now he's on um legal lethal weapon.
1: Exactly. No, his brother is Damon.
0: Oh, brother, yeah, that's
1: you're, and, you're right. and, you're, and you're correct, same thing. You're this comedian now playing a serious, dramatic role established by Danny Glover. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Good for him. Yes.
0: Where did the interest in Kung Fu and
1: Martial Arts come in? Just as a kid, just seeing what they could do with their bodies. Because mm. I was always fascinated with that. Even though, you know, in the black community, we were doing the African dance and stuff like that. I just kept saying, as a small, I was always small until I was like 16 and a growth spurt. Oh, okay. And I ended up like this, literally.
0: <laughs> and, um, Hello, everybody. Yeah.
1: Because my little, I used to be called Little David. So it was always, I was a smaller guy. And they and were like,
0: what?
1: Yeah, and I was like, <laughs> I still keep the mantra just because my grandfather. His name is Big David. I'm still a Little David no matter what happens. You know, and, um, like Little David? Yeah, it works. I say Little Wallet, Little Penis, whatever works. For me. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Um, but no, it this was a thing watching them and seeing how they move their bodies. And I was saying, this was something unique. Mm-hmm. And I didn't see a lot of brown faces. And when I saw Jim Kelly, mm-hmm. hey. I was done you For
0: me the hard way. Right. She, that's my joint.
1: <laughs> well, good.
0: And okay, so this, this this is all coming together nicely in a nice little mm-hmm. soup, okay? Because I
1: don't
0: know what kung fu, uh-huh. martial arts. You said you do cosplay too, right?
1: Yeah, I used, I got a guy that's a professional cosplayer, so they make my outfits. So when y'all saw me dress the show, nah. that's what I was gonna tell guys. You know. So. Shout out to Shale
0: and Jazz for doing this live outdoor movie oh, yeah. night, okay, where they play uh, Kung Fu movies and then there's DJ, DJ Two Talk Jones, shout out to him, Yes, Dar- Yeah, shout girl. out to the yeah. homies. But this particular night they did the last dragon, everything was great. We had our chairs, we had our tea, we had our um, water bottles filled with tea. Okay. And downtown
1: DC bid was there.
0: And then who do we see strolling down the (laughs) promenade, dressed as show up? David the old Oliver. He was doing splits. He was taking pictures. (laughs) I got a picture like. And
1: the funny thing about it, I told Gerald and uh, DJ Two Tones maybe like a week or two in advance. Yo, man, I can come through. Funny thing about it, the next day my father had a stroke. Oh no! So that night you guys saw me, no one knew. Oh. And I had just came because a friend of mine that was supposed to meet me there, she had a rehearsal. She kept saying, you know what, you need to go. This is what you do. People have come to know you for this. So through that, making them happy, maybe you get five minutes. Yeah. And I was like, okay. And so I came purposely in so France Oh yeah, I came from the back. <laughs> Notice I came from the back, Yeah. Not the front. Yeah. Purposely so that people wouldn't know I was coming. And I didn't say nothing to then I just said, let me see if they can remember. So when I walked up, people didn't know until so they saw me. I was like, what? what? <laughs> and they saw all the convulsion. I'm just standing there. I know, look, look at, at me.
0: cherry on top because it
1: was a beautiful day. Yeah, if they do another one, I got a great character for them. I'm going to see if I get my guy to do it and I'm going to be building a staff myself.
0: Yeah. Sure. So
1: I got guys who professionally dress up and if you don't know what cosplay is, these people dress up as characters from TV shows, movies, comic books, video games, you name it. And you might have heard of some awesome con, comic con, stuff like that. I would say you guys should check it out. If you love to dress up, period, and not have to wait every year for Halloween, this is the time to do it
0: okay you heard you heard it here first i like to dress up for halloween i wouldn't call myself a cosplay person right Do you call them cosplay artists
1: yeah but well, they're kind of just cosplayers because they sometimes players they just, okay they they just want to keep it simple because to define it any other way is crazy for them because mm-hmm. they're not professionals they just look like they are but my guy he knows how to make costumes so because of my line of work he's been being a costume or professional costume i love it you know so because of my association that's giving him the professional that he wants Professional uh-huh. license you want some time. Well, keep it up because I love a good costume. Oh, yeah. The next one is Monkey King. <laughs> that sounds amazing. Yeah, imagine six foot six Monkey King. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> for those who know who that is, you'll get it.
0: Can't wait to see it. Yeah. Okay, so now what we're going to do is combine all the things we've talked about into a lovely game that I like to call The Last Dragon.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I
0: watched this last night just to make sure I was keyed up.
1: And the funny thing about it, me and Ty back met, and I was dressed and up to show without talking to him. Yes. So I should have some insider tips. I will forever more have a crush on Ty. <laughs> oh, he still was the same. We talked about that. He talked about that. Then me and him took pictures together. He actually him to take pictures with me, which was funny.
0: And I would teach him some moves.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, just
0: saying.
1: Yeah, half the women in the room. Yeah. Was-
0: yeah. <laughs> I, was- I-, I went to see that movie probably like five times when I was a kid. Like, can we go back to see the last dragon again, guys? <laughs> Stuff about that guy. I see. Make sure he wins again. Okay, so what we're gonna do now is play the game to see, to test your last dragon knowledge. sure <laughs> Number one. Mm-hmm. Is Leroy's nemesis Shona known as the Shogun of New York? Yes or no? No. That is correct. <laughs> he was known as what? The Shogun of Harlem. Of Harlem. Peace. <laughs> okay. Number two. Serious game. At the breakfast table, what were the two names that Mama and Daddy Green called Leroy's little sister? Was it, hold on, Patricia and Jessica? Kashia and Felima? Chandra and Christina? Or Natasha and Sophia?
1: Natasha and Sophia. Very good. Yeah. Would well, y'all get the girl's name right, She going to be confused. Right. Ah, thank you. Yeah, I remember right. that scene very well. I said yeah, you Shout out to the Isha You ain't gonna go yeah, get go, on that scene. I remember yeah. that scene very well. He
0: was like, thank you.
1: Yeah, and my man Ricky that died. Oh man. Who the
0: little boy?
1: The brother, yeah. Lee brother, yeah,
0: man. He was he was a tough little guy with them leather pants. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, white ones and, and black ones. Okay. Was the Bruce Lee movie that Laura had shown Leroy at Seventh Heaven Enter the Dragon? Yes or no? Yes. Okay, I don't know if that's correct.
1: Yes, yes. Because it's the number one one that everybody uses as a template, even for the video game Mortal Kombat and Street Fighter.
0: Oh, boom. Fact awaits. Yeah. Okay, number four. Now, this is a tricky one. Mm. Exactly how many goons were with Shona when they raided Leroy's dojo?
1: In first time? five, six, seven, or eight. The first time, <laughs> the first time, yes, the first time that came in, uh huh. Okay, so it was beast, the white kid, the other brother, the Asian dude, and three ladies. Seven,
0: all right, look at that memory. Yeah. feel like, and then it was like seven little kids. Oh, because
1: yeah. beast back. is my man, beast. Yeah. <laughs> Please. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Ladies, get a lip out of this lip. Whim. <laughs> okay. oh, Whim. girls are
0: bad. I love that. In the scene when Eddie Arcadian was gathering up new recruits to stop Leroy, <laughs> what did one of Eddie Arcadian's new recruits do to ensure that he can get double of what everyone was making? I remember this. He had beaten up one of Arcadian's guards. He bit into a two by four and spat it out. He punched a hole through a brick wall or he broke a table in half with his head.
1: Ashley, all your answers are incorrect, except for one, he bit into a pair of nunchucks and spit it back out. Incorrect. What? He broke
0: a table with his head. Remember, this was the dude in the furry vest that was like, I, 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 What about the one that bit the nunchucks? That was, he bit the nunchucks five, Oh, okay, six. okay. he got it. I was like, the dude bit two by four. That's I'm like, oh, that that's a that little bit of no. Yeah, and then the
1: white Mr. T. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That white Mr.
0: T had a bad. Oh, yeah, yeah. On front, But
1: they just, but they just passed I'm like, bruh. You a little wee wee. Yeah, I know, it's just like, fat ass, like,
0: dude. Okay. She got me
1: though.
0: <laughs> Number six. That was did the trainer that Leroy Sensei sent him to find give Leroy the help he needed? Yes or no? Yes. Incorrect. How so? The trainer that Leroy Sensei sent him to find was the computer.
1: Right. And so he did not
0: give him the help. Oh, he could have if you're thinking on a...
1: Which is what he was doing. He, if he uses Confucius as your basis, it was a symbol of what could be. And since Leroy needed to manifest it into a physical person, <laughs> okay. it would utilize as the one that came back. So, yeah, if you use Confucius, I'm sorry.
0: I'll give you that. And yeah, she's winning. I'm not Confucius by that. <laughs> <laughs> she's winning. Yeah. What was Daddy Green's first name? hi Paul, Leroy, Michael, or Antonio? Leroy. 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 Direct to your feet. Oh uh, no. Yeah, because he was it. senior. Right. Oh, you
1: talking about junior? Junior. Yeah.
0: I don't want that! <laughs> my and I might not tell you where
1: he was, but I did Oh, man, when he kissed that damn jukebox. <laughs>
0: that mama was tough. She was throwing dough at people's faces.
1: I love that scene. That seed kissed me every time. They, they redid it with Justin Bieber playing on the video and show enough kicks. you I ain't seen that on YouTube yet. No, no I thought you made like a new last name No, now. I wouldn't, trust me. I was thinking it for the next, when I saw the clip, I said, ooh, what? And all of a sudden, baby, 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 is showing up. kicks the screen like, wow, ah, I don't know <laughs> <laughs> Okay, number eight.
0: <laughs> Does Richie buy a ticket to get this stuff with him? No. No, he never no. does.
1: Remember? No. Okay. I always use myself as a fat white friend of Oh. <laughs>
0: he was down.
1: That's how big I was when I was when I was younger. The yeah. little kid?
0: That okay. was a fat
1: kid that was always getting dragged across the face. <laughs> He's
0: like, wait for me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> that was David. Okay. Number nine. There is one place you have not looked yet, but it is there. And only there shall you find Blake. Okay. King, champion, master, or mm-hmm. legend. There is one place that you have not looked yet, but it is there, only there, you shall find the king, champion, master, or legend.
1: Master. The master. But this is a belt buckle. I use it to hold my hands. I hold <laughs> she got the accent, Damn, that's what I'm doing. I'm like, Let me listen to her. She's right. like, just like him. Go ahead, I don't know. don't start. nothing up in here. Don't start it because I was all doing smoke and crimes on it. Do it. Oh, uh, a uh, Ferris wheel. The view from up here is so clear and real. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> don't <laughs> get it started. <laughs> <laughs> to the beat of the middle of the night. You a little hazy. Y'all like, was more like a hazy. Yeah, rock. you know, that was like. Drunk five child, <laughs> yeah. thing, oh, oh, He wasn't smoky just yet. Well okay. so i practicing to play the drunk doing you know other things so I can to do it everywhere I go. Yeah, you
0: know,
1: that was good notes. Her. Never acting for me. Always practice 24 hours a day. Oh okay. Okay, Even when you sleep? Yeah, because think you want to be this person by the time like, you're done. Right. So you wake up like a drunk guy, and sound like <laughs> that. <laughs> that's what happened
0: to Heath Ledger. Remember he was eating, sleeping, drinking the joker, and then. Exactly. Joker, the Joker joked him. Hey, mm-hmm. This, this is bad trying to <laughs> shoot <should've been>. him <laughs> Sorry. Sorry he pledged. Rest in peace. Rest yes. peace. Number 10. Right. Does Leroy know who Laura Charles was before Richie talked about her? No. Yes.
1: Before he talked to her?
0: Because he talked about her in the kitchen. But I remember the night before, he
1: lost the belt buckle saving her. Yeah, but your point is- Did Richie... Leroy know? He knew who she was as far as an entertainer or as a person.
0: Remember, <laughs> yeah.
1: he didn't know that she was on TV. He just knew there was some chick that needed saving, and she, he's like, oh, that's her, when he saw her on the TV. So do you you think they mean, like, was like Laura Charles? Yeah, the entertainer. That's not just a pretty bandit. Right, he just thought it was the chick that needed saving that night before, and that's when Richie gets on and I'm like, oh, you wouldn't know what to do with that. Remember because you kept saying that. Say it. It. <laughs> Y'all remember that scene. Yeah, I remember that scene very well because I was the same way. You know, i never really looked at the woman for what she does. I looked at the pretty woman and be like, oh, she can say that yes.
0: Okay, so you're saying yes. I say
1: yes. You got it. Okay, let's see. Because that's another trick question on
0: that. Oh, you said no, no. This is your responses, so. I'm saying no. Okay. Submit your answers. Right. Number one, correct. Show no problem. Number two, we got Natasha and Sophia. Number three. The Bruce Lee movie, mm-hmm. this is incorrect. so it was not Into the Dragon. The Bruce Lee movie that Laura had shown Leroy was Fists of Fury, not Into the Dragon. Likely mistake, people.
1: Yeah, because she did a collage of flowers opening, lightning storms, <laughs> punk fist to the screen, <laughs> and then the one side jumping sidekick. Which was also utilized Into the Dragon right gotcha at the movie theater he actually did that with showing up that's the movie that I was playing that oh movie. yeah mm-hmm. so she only used one bit from that movie
0: and it was also the connection one
1: yeah with french, french, Con- not french, french connection. connection yeah china connection i think that's what they called their version of it okay because french connection is his own spy movie here right okay
0: number four was how many goons has shown up had your answer seven the correct answer was six
1: the there ladies. were three
0: ladies who were taunting Leroy and three men who threatened to snap him in two.
1: White Kid, Beast, and the upper cat.
0: Right, shoulder blade, so let me understand. You want to snap little Johnny in two. Ladies are, yeah, okay. Number five, we gave you that when he broke the table with his head. You yeah, know right? I was
1: saying this, yeah.
0: Number six, did the trainer Le- that Leroy Sensei sent him to find give him the answer he needed? You said yes, the answer is no. But. The so called trainer, summed up boy, it was actually a fortune cookie making machine. Right. So. But it did have new, new cookie Yes, cookie. metaphorically. Okay. If we're thinking. I'm going to get that one, son. <laughs> number five, Daddy Green was Leroy Green. Number six, Leroy. De- I mean, Richie never bought a ticket to get some No, Shh. Um, number nine, there's one place that you have not yet looked but now it is then. Now I sound like trying. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Only there you shall find the master. What of
1: Feather. I'm sorry. Does Leroy you know? know? The in that movie were horrible. Except Forrest Whitaker just kills me. And set the Black Panther three. <laughs> now that was Forrest. That was it. Do you mean that Oh mean? no, Hold let me do my Forrest
0: Whitaker.
1: Uh-uh. <laughs> and set the Black Panthers.
0: Yeah. Strip him
1: of the powers. And now <laughs> you fight for the throne. <laughs> Ah, He's still, still doing it King of Scotland. <laughs> Ten years later, what? Well, he was in Africa. Please, I have to do an African accent for ABC. Trust me, they want that Let's shit. But I ain't got it. Yeah,
0: my- it's it <laughs> like,
1: you know what that guy... Mine came out Russian. you it the world. Mine came out Russian, so I don't know. <laughs> you know, I sound like I've been... Keep running. working on it. Like you said, 24 hours.
0: So no but sleep I've been I Blanco
1: when I come out and I do that so that I continue to drink the vodka and I've been over in Russia.
0: Yeah, that's so Russian.
1: Suffering majorly. Because military
0: is not public. <laughs> right. Okay. Does Leroy know who Laura Charles was before Richie talked to her? Your answer no. Correct. He saw her in 7th Heaven in the beginning, but it was only when Richie talked for her at breakfast that he knew who she was. Thank you for playing the quiz. This was a great episode. Thank you, David, for coming on the show. Go learn more. We wish you the best. Is there websites? Is there places people can find you? Just
1: keep it simple. The brand is what it is. David, D-O-T-H-E-O-H. I am a word. Not a letter. A word. Because everything makes you say, oh snap, oh no he didn't, oh shit, and oh <laughs> yeah. god, is that dude doing it again? What about, oh hell, no! No. No, that's so a little bit, you know. That's, <laughs> okay, okay. Like, that's a Dave thing. Like I always tell people, there's two things we would say, that's day or that's an ah moment. Ah. You see what I'm saying? So I would say it's David, B o t h e o h T H E O H, all together at Instagram, Facebook, Twitter. And I'm not even going to do the website as of yet. We had one, but I'm going to keep that, because my company, Magnificent Production, is now a shadow log. okay. It's only for people to learn from, not to be out to general public. okay, well,
0: you all have a special treat by having him here on the show today. So thank you for coming again. Sean, thank you for your expertise back there. <laughs> you are doing an excellent job. Don't ask me for $45,000. <laughs> this is Tony, Chicago Slim, and I am out. Smoke if you got Chicago sound coming with the win This super puppy, super buppy podcast,
1: Super Puppy Podcast, the best podcast, super puppy podcast, the best. This is super podcast, puppy podcast, the best podcast.
0: Better than the rest. Super puppy podcast. Bless you shots in your ass, Super Bumpy Podcast.
1: Don't sleep. y'all. Ah.